Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay, jury, daily.com. Nailed it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Justin Robert Young Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young for December 10th, 2019. These are the only stories that matter to me. talk just a little bit more about something that we discussed yesterday, and, and that was the new Richard Jewell movie. If you're unfamiliar, Richard Jewell was a security guard at the Atlanta Olympics back in 96. There was a bomb that went off, killed a few people, and injured many, many others, but there would have been many more killed if Richard Jewell had not discovered the bomb. However... The FBI investigation initially focused on him. The details about that investigation got out via the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And his name was, I mean, in a pre-internet world, when we had a, a mono media, he was the biggest villain in the world. It was a global story. I mean, this is at the Olympics. There's literally people here from all around the globe and he's the guy who tried to kill them all. So the reason why I wanted to talk about it, uh, we talked about yesterday that there was a controversy a controversy in the movie where the female reporter who initially breaks the story that involves Jewel's name is alleged to have slept with a FBI official who is a composite character of a few people. Now, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution says that she never slept with anybody for this story. Uh, yesterday, I made the comment that it is an ugly slur against female reporters that you know, in every movie, it seems like every movie, in many movies, it is a trope for female reporters to sleep with their sources. And that happens. So, so I mean, I, well, I'll just say this. I've never heard of it. Now, I'm sure it's happened because a lot of everything's happened, right? But but I, I do not think that it is uh, certainly as as pervasive as it seems in movies. Long story short, maybe magazine writers, definitely not newspaper writers, uh, almost certainly television journalists, but almost certainly not ma newspaper writers. Newspaper writers, strong, strong. Anyway. I just wanted to comment about how unfortunate this is. It's just very unfortunate because Richard Jewell, as a movie, is meant to be an indictment of the media. I would guess. I haven't seen it, but I would guess. I'm, I'm guessing that there is an element of, okay, well, 
the FBI screwed up by focusing on him. The FBI screwed up by making it seem like he could be the guy. They screwed up by giving the 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 information to the newspaper, but it's the newspaper that spreads the word. Because this is the duality. The, 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 the duality of journalism is from the outside in, from the public to the people that are broadcasting the news, then you very often see the ugliest part of gathering the news. Reporters having to ask rude questions, talk to you at awful times. But from the other side, journalists are kicked around. Like, <laughs> I've said it once, I'll say it a million times, that the two, uh, there's good news and bad news about a career in journalism. The good news is that there's no money. The bad news is that everyone hates you. <laughs> so there, there is just a real unfortunate nature here that a movie that is going to be very critical of journalism also has a thing in which journalists can rally around and say, hey, this is unfair. And ultimately, I think both have points. I don't think one point, let me put it this way. I don't think one point invalidates the other one. I don't think that an unfair, gross, artistic license taken by the movie invalidates the fact that many people feel that the media can rush to judgment on things and that the damage done by a false accusation spread throughout the media lasts a lot longer than reporters want to admit. Because you can't admit it when you're a reporter. Your job is to move, go, forward, next, next, next. Your job is to gather news and do it as responsibly as possible. So when you screw up, you know, it's like a quarterback. Uh, uh, you got to forget that last interception so you can throw the next touchdown. All right. I, that was that was my, my my further thoughts on Richard. News. Hold on, you know what? I want the monster read the chat, please. Can you guys read? Can you guys? Can you ban every little poor person who can't afford a sub like that that says that comment? Those are the words of a Twitch streamer by the name of Savage Baby Doll. Savage Baby Doll was playing Fortnite and was doing, uh, I, I don't even know the terms here, so I'm just going to uh, basically spout them off and act like I know what the hell I'm talking about. It was a box fight. Effectively, here's how it goes. If you are a subscriber to a channel, so somebody is playing a game on Twitch and you like watching them play the game on Twitch, but you want to play the game with them because it's a multiplayer game, then what you can do is, uh, as a streamer, you can host these uh, nights where it's only subscribers and they can uh, uh, jump in and play with the streamer who's on there. So, the clip you just heard was her responding to somebody in the chat saying, hey, is this available only for subscribers? And she responded by saying, can you please ban every poor person who can't afford a sub? <sighs> Number one, stream fights almost universally are stupid. They're very, and I've been in the middle of them. They're dumb. 
you know they're dumb in the moment. Either you said something that you regret or somebody was being more of an a-hole than they want to let on, but they're dumb almost universally. So I'm here to just say that. People who get into these stream controversies are doing one of two things. Either A, succumbing to the fact that streaming is a very ego-depleting thing. You know, you often feel that the things that are being said in the chat are being said in the harshest way possible. You know, it is a an asymmetrical connection that you are making. You are only one, and yet, no matter what the number is in the chat, they feel legion. And also, you don't know what their intention is. So if they're being snarky or mean, but they're doing it in a way that they feel is is silly, right? They only know that they're being silly. The streamer doesn't. So... I don't know if if exactly what this dude said was what exactly what he said, and that's how she reacted to it. But I will say this. I certainly know that it it is frustrating from a streamer's perspective if, you know, everybody can say whatever they want in the chat, and the next thing you say something, and it's like, oh, my God, why did you do that? So let's assume that this guy didn't just say, uh, please, madame. Uh, 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 is it possible that a non-subscriber might be able to join your party? And instead said something a little snarkier, and she said something a little snarky back. And then, I get it. I've been there. Also, none of this was worthwhile. The stream fights are stupid. News! You might have heard a story... About a 10K race in Savannah, Georgia, where live on television, a television reporter's butt got slapped. Well, we now know the identity of the slapper. Tommy Calloway has been identified as the racer who slapped WSAV TV anchor Alex Borjan. Of course, Soon as this goes viral on the internet, man, someone's going to put two and two together. Here's the kicker. Callaway is a youth group leader at his church, Pittman Park UMC, as well as a Boy Scout leader. Mm. His lawyer, Joseph Turner, has called him a loving husband and a father who's very active in the community and insisted that he was working with those involved to correct the situation. According... To Mr. Calloway, he did not mean to slap that ass, which is a little insulting, right? I mean, I think that any woman knows the difference between a a, a grazing of, of the back of a hand on a butt or even a punch in the butt and a good old five fingered slap. A cheek rattling slap. I think every woman knows. I think most men would. It just happens less to us. Anyway, that about wraps it up for us today. I want to uh, thank our producers. Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., Trey the Mulata Command, Adam, Middle-Aged Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. 
course, you can always send me an email, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash jury discord if you are like those cool cats you can head on over to our jury stories section that is where you can submit stories like the ones that we read on this show this very evening up to and including amish overlord who sent us the butt slapping story amish overlord again who sent us the little poor people on twitch Slam story, and oh my god, did we get a hat trick? Did we get a hat trick? Oh no, actually, because I made up the, uh, well, I guess it isn't a hat trick, but Amish Overlord gets uh, the slate today as I called an audible and decided to talk more about Richard Jewell. All right, until next time, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, and until I speak to you again, please don't Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>